Sometimes when we don't get an answer to prayer, either we don't get an answer that we like, like it's a closed door, or we just don't get an answer at all, it's just a, a season of waiting. Those situations can sometimes become barriers in our prayer life because we think somehow it's tied to maybe the way we prayed or our lack of faith. That is not the case at all. Sometimes God in his sovereignty and in his grace will allow us to see the answers to prayer and sometimes we won't and sometimes it won't even be this side of heaven. So we're going to talk about that and more on today's episode. I hope you stay tuned. Hey friends, welcome to the Hearing Jesus podcast. Do you sometimes doubt if you're truly hearing God's voice or if it's really your own? And how do you know the difference? Do you ever struggle to feel confident in your relationship with God and what he says in his word? Do you sometimes feel stagnant or like maybe you hit a wall in your spiritual life? Hey, I'm your host, Rachel Grohl, missionary, author, pastor, and life coach, and I have been there. I too was doubting God's voice in my own life. I felt insecure about my relationship with him, and I wanted to be obedient to what God was calling me to do, but I wasn't quite sure how to figure out what that was. I felt like I was wasting time trying to figure it out, and I just wanted a way to understand his will for my life. The answer for me was found in the pages of the scriptures, as I learned how to understand what they were actually saying. If you're ready to grow in your faith and to step confidently into the calling God has for you, then join me as we dig deep into God's Word so that you can learn to live out your faith in your everyday life. Hey friends, before we get into today's episode, I have a quick word. I know you've been frustrated with being confident in how to tell the difference between hearing from God and wondering if it's your own voice. Listen, I know, I've been there myself. That's why I wrote the Bible study, She Hears, Learning to Listen to Jesus. This is a six-week study that takes you through the book of John, looking at six women in the life of Jesus. It also teaches the color method of Bible study, which helps you to learn how to really understand the scriptures. I include lots of cultural and historical information, and it really makes these familiar passages of scripture just come alive. This is a great study to do on your own, to do with some girlfriends or even some teenage girls, and it will help you really gain the confidence in how to hear from the Lord and set you up with some tools that will stay with you long after the study is over. You can find that on my resources page at shehears.org. And for a limited time, I'm offering all of my podcast listeners a special discount of 20% off. You can use the discount code hearing Jesus. That's one word, all caps, to get your discount. There are also some free videos and a leader's guide for you to get started. Again, head to shehears.org and you can find the Bible study on the resources page. Hey friends, welcome back to the Hearing Jesus podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Grohl, and today we are continuing our conversation around prayer. And one thing that I want to make clear is that it's not just this laundry list of things that we're asking from God. Um, While there's always an opportunity to share your need with God, I think it needs to come more from a place of, okay, God, uh, you know my need. I trust you with it. Um, I'm asking you to help help meet this need in whatever way you see fit. I think that's a little bit different than uh, just this list of things that we're asking God for. The second misconception, and I want to spend a little bit of time here today, is that it's hard. Um, and I would hear this all the time, especially in public, when when we were, uh, you know, with lots of other people and somebody needed to pray. I would always just get this default: I can't, I can't pray. You do it. I can't. I don't, I don't pray like you. And 
uh, even with the kids, one of the things that I've really been intentional about is helping them to learn how to pray. And sometimes that means I pray and they repeat after me, even from a very young, two, three years old, uh, I would start getting them in the habit of praying and helping them to realize that prayer is not hard. Uh, If you can talk, you can pray. If you can breathe, you can pray. If you can think, you can pray. Now, is it difficult to come to God with some things? Sure. Uh, But the reality is, is he already knows what's in your heart and mind. So it's not like it's a surprise to him. It might be hard for us to admit some things in prayer. It might be hard for us. You know, we might carry some shame around some sin that we're trying to resolve for sure. But that act of prayer is not hard. Um, But there is a measure of learning how to pray, especially if you haven't done it much before. Just like you know, with, with our kids, when we were teaching them to have uh, an ongoing real life on the phone conversation, was it difficult? No, but there was a measure of learning how to do it. They had been used to texting each other and they had to learn how to have a conversation with each other. Now, it didn't take long to learn how, but there is a measure of learning. And uh, in Luke chapter 11, in fact, the disciples asked Jesus to teach them how to pray. And and it's not that they didn't know how to pray, like consciously they knew it. They, they had grown up praying to God. Uh, you know, as Jewish people, they had been in the practice of praying probably more of a ritual type prayer. Um, But when they saw Jesus and how often he prayed and the way he prayed, they really longed to have that same connection with God because he wasn't just praying as ritual. He was praying as relationship. And so for us, we don't want to pray as ritual. We want to pray as relationship. I think it's a little bit liberating to understand that there's a learning curve to it, especially if the topic of prayer is something that's intimidating to you. And I think it can set us free a little bit to just kind of question or experiment or even fail uh, because we're, we're doing something that is progressing us in that relationship. And, you know, the thing about failure, I always say, and I had a, I had this conversation this week with somebody about this, uh, failure is not a bad thing. And, um, you know, if we fail forward, when when you think about if you fall, if you fall down and you fall backwards and you have this posture of falling back and, and you're frustrated, it sets you farther away. But if you fall forward, you're still closer to the goal. And so I think what we want to do, especially in things like this, where there's a little bit of a learning curve, we want to feel forward. We want to use it as a learning experience. Now, how does it, what does it mean to fail in prayer? Well, in, in all honesty, there is no failure in prayer. Um, in God's eyes, in God's eyes, if we're coming to him, that's, that's his goal. I think the failure comes in when we as humans internalize maybe some shame around uh, just our own thoughts around prayer and what it should sound like versus what it does sound like. And I think in this space, a lot of times it happens when somebody is learning how to pray out loud in front of others for the first time. And, um, you know, that can feel very intimidating, but we've all been there. We've all been there. Think back to your first relationship, your first boy-girl crush, how awkward and weird it felt to talk to them. And then later when you're in a relationship down the road, it's not awkward and hard. It's it's part of relationship, just that newness of learning how to speak with somebody. I think it's very consistent with what we experience when we are learning to pray. 
Uh, but don't let that stop you. I think that's something that the enemy would like to keep you bound with, and um, we need to push past that. The third misconception I think people have is that everything is fixed. So everything in this world is fixed, so why pray? And um, I think we experience that in a lot of different areas in, in life. Some people say it happens in politics. Some people say it happens in the home. Some people say it happens at work. And actually, I know it happens at work uh, because I've had this experience before where you might, may go to uh, your manager or leader or whatever and complain about something. And the boss listens. And I, I think I've even done this as a boss. But the boss listens and we just have this hope that our input is validated and that there's going to be some sort of movement. And then later we find out that the decision had already been made and they were just kind of listening to us to let us feel better. And there really was no outcome of that conversation that was going to move things either way. Um, but that's not how prayer works. I think we have this assumption sometimes, this misconception that, that, Things are just already planned out the way they're going to be, and so there's no point in praying. But the Apostle Paul is right and he, when he says in um, 1 Corinthians 3.9, he says we are fellow workers with God. And so if we are fellow workers with God, then it is an open and dynamic relationship where we are working with God sometimes to determine the outcome of things. And we see examples of that throughout Scripture. And of course, God is sovereign and in control. But if we are co-creators or co-laborers with God, then we are working together with God and advancing his kingdom. And we can't forget that. We can't forget that there's an element of us working together with God to, to advance his plan in our lives. Uh, the fourth misconception is sometimes we think that if our prayer is unanswered, that our faith has failed or it may fail. And I think that is a really common barrier to pursuing a life of prayer that a lot of people struggle with, even if they don't say it out loud. So in we're, we're loosely working off of the celebration of Discipline book by Richard Foster. And in, in the book, Foster uses this example of the light switch. If you walked into a dark room and you flipped on the light switch and the light doesn't turn on, does it mean that we no longer believe in electricity? Does it mean that electricity doesn't work? Does it mean that there's no electricity in the house? Well, no, of course not. It means that there's some sort of faulty connection. Maybe you there's an issue with the wiring, or maybe the bulb needs change, or maybe you forgot to pay the bill. There's a connection fault. And I think that happens in prayer. Sometimes our perspective is different than God's perspective. Sometimes we may be having praying with an expectation of something that we see from our human perspective and the lack of an answer or an answer that we want is not necessarily a faulty connection in terms of God being present or being there. It might be a faulty connection in the sense of we are not in tune with what God is doing. And he doesn't have to share that with us. Sometimes he does, and his grace he does, but sometimes he doesn't. My prayer for you today is in those moments where it feels like he's not answering prayer or he hasn't revealed the answer to the prayer. I know what that's like on both sides. I remember oftentimes, like in the example of 
the whole prayer over provision pre-pandemic, God in his grace revealed the answer as far as the, the why. Why are you having me pray this way? Or what are the things that you're doing behind the scenes? Sometimes that happens. Or sometimes you're praying for healing for somebody and you see them healed. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes it does not happen this side of heaven. And that's the place I think that is so hard that becomes a barrier for us. Because if we see this example of sometimes God answering prayer the way we want it, and then sometimes God not answering prayer the way we want it, in our human capacity, in our human minds, we have this temptation to think that that is somehow related to me and how I prayed or what I did or my faith around the situation. God is not moved by our ability or our humanness in the situation. God is God and God is going to do what he's going to do. Does he use us to do it? Absolutely. Does he involve us in the process through prayer? Absolutely. But that's more about us learning about him than it is about um, our ability or inability in a situation. Because if we were to take the credit okay, I, I'm a person of prayer and I prayed for this person and they were healed. If we were to take the credit for that, that is a very dangerous place. But the same is true. If we were to pray for somebody to be healed and they weren't healed and we were to take the fault for that, that is also a dangerous place. And so really the posture has to be one of submission, of understanding God is God and I am not. And if he allows me to understand what he's doing, that's amazing. And if he doesn't, that's okay too. So that's my prayer as we finish up day two in, in this series. And I pray that you'll come back tomorrow because there's a, some really good things that we're going to get into in, over the next couple days. Father God, I pray for my friends that are listening right now that may be in this place of not getting the answer to prayer that they were hoping for or they're praying for. Sometimes it's a not yet. And sometimes it's a no. And sometimes it's just a matter of we're not going to see it this side of heaven. God, I pray for my friends that you would give them peace right now in those situations. That you would help them to realize that you are sovereign. That no matter what you decide, you are sovereign. And even if we don't understand you and what you're doing, it's okay. Because in our human minds, in our human capacity, we cannot fully understand the sovereignty of God. Help us to be okay with trusting you. God, I pray that as we continue to learn about this dialogue and prayer, they would continue to help us to grow in this area of trusting you because we know that you are trustworthy. God, I pray a blessing over my friends today, and I pray that you would be with them throughout their day. In Jesus' name, amen. See you tomorrow, guys. Hey friends, if this podcast helped encourage, empower, or equip you for God's call on your life, I would love it if you would head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. That's the number one way you can support my show. You can also join our free Facebook community or Instagram page where I share inspirational tips, resources, and prayer throughout the week. Hey, I want you to know I'm praying for you this week. Know that you are loved, you are cherished, and you are His.